You're listening to Off Topic with Big Woo and Friends. Streaming live on the Big Woo Radio app. Here's your host, Big Woo. Yo, what's up? What's happening? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Off Topic Sports, man. This uh, Big Woo Radio. It is uh, January 26th. It's uh it's a sad day in the world of sports. It's a sad day just um for the reasons of someone like Kobe Bean Bryant is no longer with us, man, and it's um it's pretty hard to to believe. Um it's uh, you know, you're in do- denial when you first hear it as a joke, but for all of you that um don't know Kobe Bryant, the legend, the legendary NBA basketball player uh has uh, been killed in a helicopter crash along with his uh daughter and um i think now they're saying seven other people uh were also in the helicopter uh as of t- this morning around 10 o'clock the um uh, tmz reported that uh kobe bryant was in a helicopter with his daughter and the helicopter crashed um it's it's pretty sad. So we're we're definitely gonna uh take the time out to remember Kobe. Uh, once we get everybody to put their uh, phones on mute in the background there. Uh and I can bring in the fellas and we can just you know, just talk about I know it's been everybody's probably been listening to all the news reports and and uh especially if you've been even CNN and uh as they should, uh, are talking about the the crash and and they have ex- experts on and telling you what happened and how it happened and and uh, ESPN has been on and and everybody is reaching out through the Twitter sphere and social media and and uh, uh, through ESPN coming on to talk about um, Kobe and what he mean what he he meant to the world of sports and just not only that Kobe Bryant was also into he won an Oscar. Uh, after he after he retired from basketball, so he started a production company. He's, he does movies and music and books and and all those things, man. And he was just so talented on so many different levels. And the things that he was was going to bring to the world with his knowledge. He was a person that spoke five different multiple languages. I don't know if it's five or more than five, but he spoke multiple languages and. Uh, he was a very smart individual uh, for somebody that came to the NBA straight out of high school. A lot of people didn't know how smart this dude was and because uh, because he didn't go to college, I guess. But um, the thing is, he was he was above and beyond just a basketball player, a great basketball player at that. Um, Los Angeles Lakers retired both of his jerseys. He wore number eight and he wore number twenty-four. Uh, so in 2017, they they um they retired both of his jerseys. So, uh, we're gonna let the guys come in and um you know talk about the the things they remember about Kobe Bryant and and uh, what they thought when they when they heard the the news of his uh demise and his uh, helicopter crash. Uh, so if you want to get in, you want to talk about it as well. Seven zero four. Four eight nine three three one six to seven zero four four eight nine three three one six one. Thank everybody listening live on BigWoolRadio dot com. Everybody's downloaded the Big Wool Radio app in your Google Play Store, and all of the folks that searched us out on their iPhone on their podcast app, uh, we appreciate that as well. So I got my man JB uh, was on the line. JT is here. Uh, Adonis Donnie Martin is here, and I think uh, Reverend Doctor Pastor Fight is here. Doctor Reverend, I, I mean, I, I, Pastor Fight, I always get you get a mess up. I don't know Doctor Reverend Pastor Pastor Doctor Reverend Reverend Doctor. <laughs> man, Jared Fight is here. Uh, welcome to the program. We appreciate you, you being being here, uh, Pastor. We hey, appreciate whoa. that. As yeah, long JB. as he ain't the Reverend Good Doctor from Jungle Fever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Leave it up to JB. <laughs> uh, but JB, since you was, you you was here with the with, with me first, let me let me get your your thoughts on um, Kobe uh, Bryant and and his uh, passing, and uh, you know what, what went through your mind the, the first time you heard it. You know, when I first heard, man, first of all, you know, my heart. And, and, and prayers go out to you know his his family, and also the families 
of the other individuals that, you know, that lost their lives in the crash. But when you talk yeah. about Kobe, though, you know, because we only know of him and his daughter and know what an impact he had on the game as well as people's lives, man. I remember following him at Lord Marion, you know, because I was in, I was living right outside of Philly at that time, you know, when he was playing Lord Marion and he went into the NBA, man. And to see him, to see him become the next closest thing to Jordan that we've ever seen, you know, and, and his commitment to excellence and, and, and working hard and being the best at what he did, man, you know, that's what I really respected about Kobe. And if it's one thing that comes to my mind, I think it's when he scored 80 points against, um, was it the Toronto Raptors Toronto or was Raptors, it the Golden yeah. State? The yeah, he's, when he scored that 80 points in the NBA game against Toronto, and they couldn't even put up 80 as a team. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but at the true. end of the day, man, another, another young fascinating, intelligent, um, talented brother gone too soon, man. And and then he had a young rose in his in, in his daughter. You know, he had a rose blossoming that was on her way to do good things. So yeah. um I I I hope his family is able to find peace and especially his wife find some sort of solitude because if I'm not mistaken, she's expecting now. Mm. So we know how a traumatic event like this, what it could potentially do to an expecting mother. So yeah. I just hope that people be respectful of the family and, um, and you know, and, and just stay in your lane and allow everyone to mourn as they, as they should. You know? Absolutely. Me, uh, Donis, let me bring Donis in. He was the next one on the line. Let me, uh, bring in a Donis, Donnie Martin. Uh, I, uh, you know, Donnie was is our go-to guy for our knowledge on the NBA, so I know this hitting you know hitting home and hitting pretty hard for you too, Donnie. So uh, just just talk about Kobe Bryant and you know share some of your your thoughts on on uh, the great Kobe Bryant. Man, man, oh man! When I first heard the news, man, the first thing that went to my mind was I was just extremely sad. I personally, during his NBA career, was not a Kobe fan. Will be the first one to admit it. But I always, as we do with all the greats, had respect for his, his game and the sure. things that he accomplished on the court. You don't dislike scrubs. You have to have a level of greatness in you for people to just can't stand you. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. I, don't, I don't dislike anybody if they don't have any talent. And he was one of those guys. And I just, I, I was truly sad for him because, man, as the father of three daughters, um, to have that young man lose his life with those children to raise, his young family, he was just now in the, twi- in the prime of his life. You know, you would, most guys don't get to truly enjoy their retirement because it's like, oh, I wish I would have still played, blah, blah, blah. Kobe had a 20-year NBA career, retired as the number four or three leading scorer in the NBA history, and had a legacy that he could have enjoyed and lived off for the rest of his life. So he would have been at peace with the game of basketball. Mm. And it was time to enjoy the next chapter, which I think he was looking forward to with such a young family. And like JB alluded to, was getting into production everything else that was ahead of him, man. And I just hate that he, he himself was robbed of an opportunity to live those last 48, 50 years of his life, you know, as the legend he is. And, and, and who knows what he would have blossomed into, such as a Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, all-around all entrepreneur type of guy. And, um, man, I just hate that for him. And then, as like I said, as a father of three daughters, one thing that I'm definitely afraid of is to leave this earth without my um, kids being properly ready to handle it on, on their own. Mm. And at young ages, they truly aren't. And, you know, Lord knows that, you know, we cannot control when we leave this earth, but I just ask God to at least get me until my youngest is 25. You know, at that point, I would feel yeah. like I, I, let, I left them in a great position. They should be able to succeed in life without me. But to leave home behind young children that he did, man, that, that truly breaks my heart. And I feel for them, the wives, and everybody else that has a family on that plane, man. So, yeah. Lord have mercy. I'm still hurting over there. Absolutely, it's, it's definitely hurting, man. I mean, to and to watch Doc Rivers talk about uh, Kobe Bryant when he was asked. Uh, just re- I just had a chance to watch Doc Rivers in that interview. It, it was just sad because he was um, 
he was just so upset and it was just so hard for him to talk uh, and answer questions about it, which is very understandable. Uh, Doc Rivers being, you know, a, you know, a playing, a, a not playing against him, but coaching against him for all those years. And um, it was, it's just hard and we'll watch Stephen A. Smith come on and you can tell these guys are hurt Jalen Rose and, 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 and such to, to come along. But, but pastor, even in, this time there, I mean, you being a pastor, you know that there's a, there's a bright light and there's a, a meaning for everything. Uh, can you just share some light on it and talk about that for us, uh, uh pastor fight and, 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 and how would you, uh, tell people to, uh, deal with this and get through this pain and this, this hurt? Well, you know, um, this, this, this hurts the sports world and it hurts just the world in general because somebody who had a major imprint in our society as a philanthropist, as a businessman, I mean, more than just an athlete. I mean, when you have, they say it comes, it's heavy as the head that wears the crown. Mm. You, you have a lot of responsibility. Uh, you, that means your impact and your touch is way beyond what you do. What you do was an what he did was an athlete and played ball, but beyond him on the court, he impacted lives. And so, there's nothing really you can tell people because anybody who was impacted by his his reach from philanthropy or I mean just his endeavors he did not just in the U.S. but even in China and the relationships that he had business wise. I mean, the man spoke five languages fluently yeah. and was able to was able to deal with children on a different level from multiple countries. It, it, it pain, it's a pain that stings and that hurts. And so you got to go through the necessary process to grieve accordingly. I mean, just imagine his wife, Vanessa loses her husband and her 13 year old daughter in the same day, mm. you know, that, that there's no words that can express. Uh, the type of remorse that you go through and something like that. I mean, we always say it as a hymn that was sung long before I was born. It says, earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. Mm. And that is true. Uh, but it takes time for sure. healing to take place. So I tell anybody, you know, go through the necessary steps and the necessary process. Uh, there's not very many, you know, being a young athletic enthusiast myself, it's not very many players I was able to watch their entire career. Right. And Kobe Bryant was one of those individuals. I mean, uh, I, I I I look at it and I always tell people, no, I'm a Charlotte Hornets fan. I love my Hornets, but the and you know they traded away that draft pick to send Kobe to L.A. Uh, but I, I think I think Kobe Bryant and you know and this like this is a sports show, so I want to make my bold statement. I think Kobe Bryant is by far when you look at players that come right out of high school. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Looking at LeBron's career is yet to be done, and Kobe's was, by far was the number one high school player straight to the NBA with no contradiction whatsoever. I mean, you can when you put somebody like him in the greatest of all time, I mean, Magic Johnson said on his Twitter, the best. He said he's the greatest Laker to play. Now, I think that's yeah. argumentative, knowing the roster of, 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 of Lakers Lakers, that have gone way before Kobe, but to have a legend himself, to see him firsthand in the witness scoring 60 points in his final game Mm. as an NBA player, who who's retiring scoring 60. I mean, Vince Vince Carter is retiring this year and I doubt his last game, he's going to drop 60 points. No, (laughs) no, no way. But you know, that lets you know he still could have played his game. Even when he retired, he still was at he still was at an ability and at a point. And how many NBA players can say when they when they hung when they hung their, their sneakers up, they can still drop sixty at any given night? Yeah, I don't know who that who that is making that noise in the background, but please. And, and so, go ahead, and that's go ahead, why you got to be able to put Kobe Bryant and and submit his name as a legend in this game because. I mean, he just was able to do things. And I'm like, I can't remember who said it, but I, I wasn't a Kobe fan uh, when he was playing. I, I, I hated on him a lot, and I ain't going to sit mm-hmm. here and contradict myself. But, but respect begets respect. To be considered yep. a legend, you change the game in some kind of way. Yep. And Kobe Bryant changed the game. 
and you know, as we know it. And, so, and, and like Donnie said, you don't hate scrubs. It's the ones that's that's killing your team that, that <laughs> right. you don't that you don't like. You know, so but that's exactly. something to be said exactly. about being hated. Uh, you know, especially if if you if he wasn't on your team, you hated him. And that, and you know, and yep. uh, and he loved that. He loved that you you hated him. So he loved to come to your place and just dominate and shut up your whole yep. uh, crowd. You know, so uh, and and just pointing out an, another thing about his uh, businesses that he uh, he just started a uh, company uh, not too long ago called uh, Body Armor that the MLS uh, just picked up uh, and uh, just partnered with. Uh, uh, so Kobe, that's one of the things that, that he had started. And, um, he also, uh, was part owner of a, a soccer team. Uh, I think it was the, the Barcelona team. So, um, you know, it's just a, just a small snippet of the things that, that he's done and was going to do, not to mention the production company with the TV and the movies and the books and things like that. Um, well, let me bring, Yeah. I just wanted to say one more thing. I remember time ago, a few months back, we were talking about LeBron James and, and his his place in history mm-hmm. in the game of the sports. This is one thing I want to say, especially like players like Kobe Bryant. He didn't just do it in one era. Right. He coming in the league. He played against Mike Michael Jordan coming in the league. Allen yeah. Iverson. He did it in his previous generation. And he did it in his current generation. Right. And he did it in this generation to come. Yeah. He played against LeBron. He played against um, who else? Uh, Carmelo Anthony, Carmelo Dwayne Anthony. Wade. He, he played yeah. against these guys. And he was successful with his previous generation, his generation, and this current generation. So I, I think that speaks volumes to the competitor that Kobe Bryant was. And I'm and I'm willing to say that he would still be playing if it hadn't been for the injury, the the Achilles injury that he had. I think that's what put him put him down. It was hard to come back from that. But um, it's like you said, it was 61 points in his last game, the last game that he played. Um, he scored 61 points, and I don't know anybody that could could have ever done that retiring after a 20 year career to to drop 60 on somebody, whether they let you or not. Um, and I don't think that was about letting him. It was just his team let him go ahead and and, and give him the green light on his last game but the other team couldn't stop him so it was it was just a, a beautiful way to go out and uh, you know one of the top five athletes of all time to me um I, i'll even give him that i'm gonna bring my man big less in and then jt coming in behind you uh, big less what you what you got going on brother uh glad you could be on the show and uh what are your thoughts on uh kobe bryant being gone Hey, good, good evening, fellas. I uh, hope everybody's doing all right today. Um, first of all, I just I just saw the disturbing crash, man. Somebody had it on film and they sent it to me. And man, it's to go the way that he went. Yeah, they they just sent me this, man. I was just looking at it, so I, let me wow. get myself together here for a minute. Yeah, yeah it's not um, fair. So yeah, so um, Kobe Bryant. You know, when he first came out, man, I I really didn't like him. And my whole thing about that was when he got drafted by Charlotte, he basically told the league, I'm not playing there. I'm playing in L.A. And so, to me, I always looked at the NBA as being a privilege because, I, you know, it was always taught, like, if, if you get picked, like, you know, you're supposed to appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he kind of broke the mold on that. And then some of his arrogance. But... Like, but what goes on comes growth and maturity. And towards the end of his career, I started to like Kobe Bryant. You know, I started to root for him, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. I've seen, it seemed like I've seen a change in him or growth. And I remember I was talking to a friend of mine and I said, I like this Kobe Bryant. You know, mm-hmm. and he was like, yeah, I like him too. And we both had really not liked Kobe Bryant, but that's just the outside looking in, you know. Right. Basketball right. player, hands down, he's probably... <clears throat> He probably definitely top five. I mean, how can we say who's really what, what, but, you know, he's definitely top five, one of the best that's ever played the game, definitely top five Lakers, top five in any category of a professional level in basketball. Yeah. Um, you know, also, hopefully we don't forget about the other people that were involved in the acting as well, and our prayers go out to their families too. Absolutely. Um, but what can you, I mean, what can you say? I mean, you know, 
but you know, like like when Pastor was talking about how you know the people being affected by what he did, but you know, we also have to remember somebody else is going through it. It just ain't Kobe, you know. So mm-hmm. this happens every day. It just so happened to affect Kobe, who touched a lot of lives outside of his own family. So, um, man, what what can you say? And yeah. I'm sure some of y'all are gonna probably see the accident, man, and it was. It was, it's not a pre sight, man. Yeah, it's yep. not a pre sight. It's not. Um and, and it's it's just not fair that he had to go out that way, especially doing something that he done on a regular basis for the past decade and then to you know, to lose your life and something that's just so routine for you, you know. Um it's just it's just tragic. Let me bring my man James J T Thompson in, man. Come on, give us your thoughts on Kobe Bryant. Very, very somber, man, as I sit here, uh, uh, just through meditate, man, and just going over my thoughts. Uh, legends are forever, man. And uh, the impact that you leave on this life, you know what I'm saying, is what you'll be defined of. But when I think about Kobe Bryant, now he's on that flight that we all got to take. And, of course, we're going to be distracted by the way that he left here. But when I think about where he is at this moment, that makes my heart smile. Because now, it wasn't nothing long and drawn out. Yeah, it's tragic, but at the same time, now you now you in front of the creator. Now you are what we're aspiring to try to get to. There was a deeper message in what happened today. And God, I hear you. You know, God, I see you. I understand the confirmation of what happened today. And if you don't sit down and look at your life and understand that this life is not forever, there is no infinity to this life here. We just passing through. But what I say about Kobe Bryant, the basketball player, I can, I can respect his mentality. I can respect how he approached the game. When I seen LeBron James in tears, you know, getting off that plane about an hour ago, I, I, I get that. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, 18 hours ago, you were passing the legend on the all-time scoring list, and then the moment that you passed him, he tweeted out, congratulations, the sign of respect. One of the greatest things that we can in, in, endure in this life is earning the respect of your peers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't understand that your skill set, <clears throat> you were blessed by God on another level, to be able to execute on another level. That's the other thing that I've seen today. From Shaq, even from Michael Jordan, it was just I'm in so much pain right now. I can't put it into words. You know what I'm saying? And it's the one reminder in this particular incident to me is it's funny how we, you know, some people are appreciated when they hear to a certain extent, but boy, they so do bring the flowers out the day that you are no longer physically present on Earth. Mm-hmm. That to me is the most amazing part. Because there are a few of them that get it, and they appreciate you, and they love you, and they and they and they show love, you know, to you while you're here. But it's a mass of people that don't realize your impact and your importance until the day that you perish. Mm. And Kobe Bryant's mm. wife, I understand what it is to lose a spouse. And that you can't put into words how difficult that is. I don't mm. know what it is to lose a child, but to lose both in the same day. My heart aches and hurts for you. May God bring you peace and bring you comfort. Thank you for that, um, JT. Uh, well, well said. Um, just to you know, remember Kobe is just. I think it's it's good therapy for the for everybody. You know, because this is a this is a tough blow. I mean, you think back to when Prince and Michael Jackson uh, passed and some of our great entertainers that that were gone too soon. You know, it hit me like that. You know, it hit me like when when I heard about Prince passing. And um, and it's something that you just don't want to believe at first. You don't want to believe it. And then you start thinking about the other people that, you know, if it hit me hard, can you imagine how it hit people that were really close to them? You know, so you, you then you start thinking about 
them and 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 they're they're in your thoughts and in prayers and 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 you just try to put yourself in their their shoes and and it's just too hard for me to 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 put myself in that situation um but um you know we've we've all had loved ones pass and we know the the pain uh of it um but to have you know your husband or your your son and your your son and your granddaughter to go at the same time to have such a tragic end at the same time is is just really unbearable and 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 we definitely send our thoughts and prayers and our hearts go out to uh, Kobe's mom and dad and his, of course his his surviving daughters and his 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 wife and, and and all of his friends that were really close to him like i said i just listen watching um watching uh, doc rivers try to talk about kobe it was just so hard and it, and it brought me to tears just because he was in so much pain uh trying to talk to talk about kobe um Stephen A Smith who's really close to Kobe to watch him try to try to you know power through an interview and to to remember his friend is just it's tough to watch and it, and it just if you if you don't get choked up by it then I don't you, you might not be human um but it's it's um the least we could do here at Big Wood Radio is to to remember and talk about him and 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 you know just remember the the, the games that you've seen him play in that he just was just so vicious and, and just dominating and just went off on, on people and he was just a, a a sniper you know he wanted he wanted to 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 beat your butt he wanted to beat their butt man so um, when we come back on the other side of the break man I'm gonna get you guys um fondest memories of a game that you that you watch Kobe play in and um you know just we'll just talk about you know his game and and what he brought to the NBA his his playing style and 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 everything the way he emulated his game after Michael Jordan the way he talked about being the best um uh, coming out of high school and to be you know to reach uh, the goal that he set out to win championships, to be an MVP, to be a superstar in the NBA, to be uh, one of the greatest to ever do it. He wanted to be the greatest to ever do it, but he sh- he he sure got close, and uh, you ain't nobody gonna get closer than that. So on the other side of the break, man, uh, we're gonna remember Kobe Bryant's best games. Um, we're gonna talk about uh, the best games that we remember, the, the games that we remember uh, of Kobe Bryant when we come back. So we got. Got the fellas in the building. We got past the fight here. Uh, we'll be back. Don't y'all go nowhere. Yo, what's up, family? This is Corey Big Woo Woods from Big Woo Radio. Here to talk to you about Gray Sheep Digital. That's right, Gray Sheep Digital. G-R-E-Y, SheepDigital.com. Gray Sheep Digital is a digital marketing agency that helps your business attract attention in a very noisy world. They specialize in website optimization, social media growth, marketing videos, and brand awareness. So if your business is having problems with the website, the way it looks, sometimes we don't get that professional look like we want or if you're having trouble being seen on social media give my man marcus woodard the owner and digital strategist a call at 704-626-1599 again that number is 704-626-1599 you can also hit him up on facebook and instagram at gray sheep digital that's g-r-e-y sheep digital you'll be glad you did and make sure you tell them big woo sent you to get the friends and family discount Hey, this is James J.T. Thompson from Big Woo Radio. Hats off to you, Couture. Everything is made, not manufactured. Your one-stop shop for handmade hats and more. How to get in touch with them? www.etsy.com slash shop slash hats off to you, Couture. Officially endorsed by Big Woo Radio. 
Greetings to all of my poetry and book enthusiasts. I have some news for you. Nima Shining Star L of Nima Girl Productions and Alicia Melton Hurdle of Sunshine Black Rose Publications present A Withered Rose Still Blooms, poetry book by Nima Shining Star L. My girl, Nima Shining Star L, has just dropped a new and incredible book of poems dealing with the pain of domestic violence, power of self-love, courage, survival, and faith. Nima poetically and triumphantly shows those experiencing the horrors of domestic abuse that you can and will survive. She touches deep inside your soul to remind you that you are valuable. You are stronger than you think. You are loved and you are a child of God and you will make it through all this pain and uncertainty. Nima says all this and more with such grace, elegance, and fortitude. A withered rose still blooms. That's right. A withered rose still blooms. Is a powerful and beautiful survival guide and plan of action for anyone, woman, man, or child dealing with violence inside their relationships. So if you know anyone or if yourself might be dealing with domestic violence, here's the domestic violence hotline. 1-866-723-3014. That number again, 1-866-723-3014. Call right now. Call today. Listen to Big Woo Radio. Y'all hear what I say? I want y'all to listen to Big Woo Radio. This is Big Woo Radio, a station for the people, by the people, serving Rock Hill, South Carolina, and surrounding areas, Charlotte, North Carolina, and surrounding areas, serving worldwide at BigWooRadio.com. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, indeed. We appreciate everybody listening uh, live at BigWooRadio.com. Everybody's downloaded the Big Woo Radio app in your Google Play Store, and all of our folks that search us out on the podcast app on the iPhone. Appreciate that, man. Uh, 704-489-3316 is the number to get in if you want to help us remember Kobe Bean Bryant, uh, who passed away uh, today on the plane crash, him and his daughter. So our hearts definitely go out to the family and friends of Kobe Bryant and everybody that was uh, involved in this accident. Uh, Our hearts go out to their families and friends as well. Um, We... uh, if you're just joining the program, of course, you can go back and listen on uh, your favorite podcast outlets. Um, that's any anywhere you listen to podcasts. So, uh, But we do want to um, talk about uh, Kobe Bryant and and the um, and his game, the, the, the game that his talent that he brought to the NBA and and the way he played the games. He was just relentless and and he just uh by any means necessary with Kobe Bryant. You know, it was by any means necessary. I'm going to get out here and I'm going to play hard. And that's what he done. Um, I heard um, Tim Legler mention that when he invested time in watching Kobe Bryant, you were going to get your time worth. You was going to get a good return on your time because he is never going to take a playoff. He is never not going to go hard. He's going to show out at some point. There's not, you can't remember any games where he did not show out. Um, At least I don't. Um, I don't have a particular game. that was just so many, um, but I mean, everybody goes to, you know, the, the 81 point game, uh, uh, that, that he, that he scored where he scored 81 points against the Raptors. I mean, that was a phenomenal game, but, um, you can look at a lot of his playoff games, um, uh, with and without Shaquille O'Neal, um, where he just showed out and you just came away in awe. Um, sometimes people do so many things and it's just second nature for them and they do it all the time. And then you're not, you're not awed by it because you're like, Oh, well, that's just Kobe being Kobe. But it's moments like these where you got to sit back and you go, man, that that's, that wasn't, 
normal. That's not, it wasn't normal for somebody to just show out like that every time you watch them play, uh, whether it was uh, on the defensive side of the ball, the offensive side of the ball, or what have you. Um, you was going to get the best of Kobe Bryant. Um, JB, um, do you have any particular um, game that, that stands out in your mind with Kobe Bryant um, that, that you could share with us? Um, yeah, it was, it was early in their career. I think it was the very first championship. Um, Shaq files out. Um, they still have a considerable amount of time left in the game and they already had issues with him coming in overweight and having issues throughout the season. Mm -hmm. But he goes out and Kobe just takes, Kobe tells him, I got it. Mm. And he takes the game over. And 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 him taking that game over put them in a position to go on to win that title. Wow. So seeing him at such a young age and seeing the moment not being too big for him and him accepting that challenge, you know, it, 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 that that showed that showed that he was on that path to greatness. Yeah, because, absolutely. You know, it, it was like watching MJ. You know, when 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 he won when he won his first title, you know mm. what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, that's one moment that really, that really stands out to me. Right on. Uh, Donnie, you got a, uh, Kobe Bryant, any particular game that stood out in your mind where, where Kobe Bryant just, just blew you away? Yeah, man. And it's a personal one. It ain't the 81 point game. It ain't the 64 and three quarters against the Mavericks. Nah, this one is near and dear. It ain't the Sacramento Kings, which I almost put with that heartbreaking alley-oop to um, Shaq when I was rooting for the Kings <laughs> real hard that day. But it's, it's against my Timberwolves, man, in the 2004 Western Conference Finals. My boy KG finally got him some help at Sprewell. Um, Sam Cassell, little Wally Zerbiak, we in the Western Conference Finals. We feeling good about ourselves. You know, we got up, you know, tied the series one-to-one. Matter of fact, I think it was two-to-two at one point in time. And then after that, Kobe Bean Bryant took over. He did not let us make it back to Minnesota for game seven. And game six, he made sure we stayed there. And, well, he, we went back home to Minnesota, but they didn't come back with us. And Kobe <laughs> Bean Bryant went off, so I think it was over 40, and nobody on our team could stop him. He made Freewell look like he didn't know how to play any defense, and they went on to eventually lose to the Detroit Pistons in the 04 Western Con or the, uh, NBA Finals. But that should have been – my Timberwolves finals, and I think my Timberwolves would have actually matched up better with those Pistons. But thanks to Kobe Bean Bryant, we will never know how that matchup looked because the Lakers went ahead because he did not let us out of that out of game six. We didn't make it out of L.A. alive. So that game <laughs> in particular sticks out to me as Kobe Bean Bryant destroyed my Minnesota Timberwolves one and only chance to possibly get to the NBA finals. Wow. Wow, that's a good one. That's a good one. You know, he put the, you know that 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 hit home right there, boy. That, 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 he's that's like, 04, and I still remember that man. Like sixteen <laughs> <laughs> years ago, like that still hurt. Yeah, still hurt. Um, uh, Pastor Fight, you got any? You, hey, Woo, uh, and Donnie had and Donnie had the audacity to tell me one day I was petty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for real. Yo, I'm still holding that one against my man. Love right. him now, but I'm holding that one against him. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Pastor Fight, did you got a um, particular game that stands out about Kobe that um, that you remember? You want to share with us? Uh, for me, it's, it's not just the game; it's the series, the Boston Celtics 2010, his final championship uh, that he was able to win. The team was a good team; they were just not as uh, dominant as he had had when he had Shaquille O'Neal on his team. So he became more of a leader in that series. Two history franchises had come together, and he was against a Paul Pierce, a Ray Allen, a, a Kevin Garnett, you know what I mean? Mm. Players who in their prime, it just didn't seem it was the big three before the big three, you know? And yeah. so when you're looking at when you're looking at him in that series, in a game seven, Heading into L.A. for the NBA Finals, that game seven, he shared the ball, got 15 rebounds, and only 23 points, I think, if my memory serves me correctly. He didn't even have, like, a scoring game, but he made the rest of his team better. Mm. And he showed, he said, if I'm going to win, 
I'm going to have to make these guys be able to compete with a Paul Pierce and Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett Hall of Famers in their own. And that, to me, not only showed the athlete of them, but also the leader of them as well. Absolutely. Yeah, he was just so multifaceted, man. It was it was incredible. Um, <clears throat> Big Les, you got a, a particular game in your, in, in your memory bank that you want to share with us about Kobe? Shoot, every game he played, he, it was a memory because he was the killer <laughs> of yeah. all my dreams of hoping the Lakers don't win. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, it's one. Of, it's almost kind of like one of, with me. It's kind of almost like one of the things you appreciate the player after they're gone. So, yeah. you know, um, not gone as in his death, but gone as in his retirement from the game. Because, you know, example like I didn't like Larry Bird. <laughs> Because they was always trying to compare him against Magic, and they kept going back and forth. But once Larry Bird left the game, I realized how bad Larry Bird really was. Mm-hmm. You know, but I didn't get to appreciate him as that player because I hated on him because he was good. Yeah. So, you know, so, but I can say the biggest, probably the biggest thrill for me as far as with Kobe is once I started appreciating him is. From the outside looking in, the person or the change that I've seen within him mm. as a person. Oh, you man. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. beyond yeah. the yeah, beyond the basketball and stuff, because that was that. But it seemed like toward the end of his career, I enjoyed him more then because of it seemed like he was more of a giving. He was more laid back. He was more humble mm-hmm. in what he gave to other people. And so he was always trying to help others. And now that you hear the stories that are being told about him, you're probably going to hear some things that we never knew. Yep. And yep. so, yeah. So, um, and what's so crazy, like I, I'll give you a quick thing. When I met Muhammad Ali, and it's funny because when I went to the funeral and I went to the museum, people that had met him had a good feel-good story. Everybody that you talked to about Ali, had a feel-good story. Mm-hmm. And I think now you're going to see some of the feel-good stories come out about Kobe that no, like no one ever talked about. You know, Kobe did this for me, but it didn't matter because he was still living and he, right. that was just him being him. So, yeah. Sure, so, sure. I, yeah, I, that's my biggest thing with him. Yep. That's, these are the times that, you know, that those things come out and, uh, and, and helps us get through the pain of the loss. Uh, JT, what's your, um, what's the game that, that stood out to you with Kobe Bryant that you, that you remember the most or, uh, games if you got multiple games, what you got JT? Uh, for me, it will be the see um, the first season he won MVP. Um, he caught my attention that year because, in every opposing arena that he went in, they chanted MVP. And to me, that's one of the ultimate signs of respect. Not not getting the chant at home. And the chant at home is almost expected. Yeah. But every road game he had that season, the crowd on the road chanted MVP. <laughs> to me, that will always stand out to me. Yeah, absolutely. When you go into somebody else's arena and they chant, you know, the, 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 um, the MVP for somebody on the other team, you know, uh, that's a that's hands down MVP. But I want to mention something that stood out to me, and it was a bad game for Kobe. I want to I want to talk about this game that he played in. It was a playoff game, and I you guys will remember this. And uh, it, it was coming down to the to the end of the game, and Kobe Bryant was uh, I think he might have been a rookie, maybe uh, in his second year, but he wanted the last shot. And I think he had two or three opportunities at it at the last shot to win the game or tie the game up. And he missed every last one of them. And I think he might've even airballed the last one. Um, And it was just, it was just an awful game. And I'm thinking this might be the end of this dude right here. (laughs) He might, you know, he done missed the shot, even win the game. Uh, But, but no, he went on from that and, and became, dominant and anybody will tell you now that you know you got a second to win the game who you want the ball who you want to have the ball but the fact that he was at a young age that he was so willing to take those shots when nobody else on his team would none of the veterans wanted the ball anybody but he wanted that ball and he was willing to take that shot and um and he never shied away from that 
ever in his career. So that's one of the games that stand out amongst all the other, you know, great games he had. The one that stands out is the bad game that he had. And and it just, you know, built character in him and, and made him be a, a better dude, man. So, you know, that that's one of the ones that stands out to me. So um, as we wind down the show, before we get out of here, uh, JT, I'm going to have you do a, a over and under for us, man. You ready to do that? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, let me let me get you all set up here. And again, I want to thank everybody uh, uh, for listening live on BigWoodRadio.com. Everybody download the Big Wood Radio app in your Google Play Store, and all the folks that searches out on the iPhone. I just tell you to keep um, following us on our social media. It's uh, everything at Big Wood Radio, and uh, of course follow our our hosts. And uh, of course we got uh, uh, the Brutally Honest Show. Tuesday, 7 p.m. with JB, Mr. 299, and uh, the Poetic Goddess, Nyana Renee. And then uh, Fridays at 6 um, p.m., we got the Florida Poetry Show uh, with uh, Nima Shine and Star L, myself, and JT. So definitely tune in on those days. And, of course, back here on Off Topics on Off Topic Sports on Sunday with uh, JB, myself, Adonis, JT, Big mm-hmm. Les, and Pastor Fight be coming through too. Pastor, you got you got a, a show that you be you be doing too. You want to unplug that right quick? Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's Mondays at three o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I'll be on. It's AO Radio All right, AO Radio, AO Radio. One more time. A-O Radio C-H-I for Chicago C-H-I oh, okay. A-O Radio C-H-I.com Yeah, JB We might have to see if he want to get Reverend Reach around and come on Oh, my god. You know <laughs> Hey Hey Hey, hey. Uh, But you know one thing about Kobe too we could, A lot of people can relate to Kobe Yeah You know what I'm saying? And I'm just saying this, speaking from a man point of view, Kobe, we've we seen his good and his bad. I'm not going to go into Denver, but y'all know what I'm talking about. No matter how fine your wife is, we still go straight. You just should have put that $100 on the dresser, and she would have kept her mouth closed. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Let's but, get to the over hey. and under. Is it over? Is it under? It's time for JT's Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. All right, JT, what you got for us, man? All right, based on Zion Williamson coming back off an injury and what he has done thus far, although it's early, um, Over Under, do you believe that this young man can still have an impact based on him coming off the injury, not long minutes because he's still on the four-minute-per-quarter um, limit right now. But do you think long-term, before the season is over, that Zion will have a impact on that Pelicans team and could they possibly make you know make a, uh, a strong playoff run? Uh, Donis, I'm going to start with you on this one. Man, my, most certainly. Um, he's already proven early that you – just cannot stop him you know you can only hope to contain him and as he gets more minutes his numbers are most certainly going to go up they have a good young team and as long as everybody can get back healthy Brandon Ingram um Lou Alonzo Ball stay healthy and all of that oh yeah they'll definitely make a playoff push they're fighting for that eighth spot right now as we speak and um I don't even see any reason why they can't get it as long as Zion's healthy Zion adds a good eight to ten wins on that team that was already a pretty solid team to begin mm-hmm. with. So um yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm definitely got the over on that. Mm-hmm. Big Les, what you think? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think I think he's gonna make an impact. I think his impact is gonna be more um he's gonna the impact is gonna come in the beginning, more so towards the end, I think he's probably going to hit a dead spot. And the only reason I say that, after teams see him more, they're going to scout and they're going to start taking things away from him. So he's going to have to make adjustments. If he can make those adjustments, then I think going further in the, in the playoffs, I don't know how deep they can get, but they can finish strong at the end of the year. But he's definitely going to hit a low somewhere mid between now and the end of the season once they start scouting him and making adjustments and 
But what did you take nature. away from him? You cannot stop him from getting to the basket whenever he feels. And, you know, all you can do is hopefully sit back and give him a jump shot. But if he wants to take it to the cup, you're not stopping that <laughs> at all. Well, I, and I agree with that. But also, I, the better defensive teams, they, they will find ways to slow him down. And he's going to have to make adjustments. You know, just like, for instance, when Jordan was pouring all them buckets, right? So then Detroit came up and when we're going to do this to him. Well, mm-hmm. it, it put a stop to Jordan for a minute. You know what I'm saying? So they had to figure that out. Jordan had to adjust. He had to get on the weight. He had to do some other things. And so those things took place, and then they overcame that. So, yeah, yeah right now it's early because, you know, they haven't seen him. But the way they scout in the NBA and to try to take things away, he'll have some, a couple of dead spots. I, I, think teams will, I think teams will be able to, you know, maybe – come up with schemes to stop him, but I think that's where you just got to start trusting your teammates. And if your teammates make plays, then that's just going to open things back up for him. And if he's able to keep knocking right. down jump shots like he like he has been since he came back, um, they're, they're, scared, they're scared of his uh, ability to get to the basket. So in that game, that first game back, he was able to knock down jumpers. And so that, that made it, that made it easy for him. But if they start trying mm-hmm. to take away the jumper, if he's making that jumper and they try to take away the jumper, then that's going to make it an easy uh, pass to the basket or being able to get a rock up to his, um, to his teammates. And then they're going to have to, um, you know, knock down shots and make plays as well. So uh, I, I, I see what you're saying big less but i believe if, if he can trust his teammates and his teammates come through i think he'll be all right um jb what right. do you think yeah. um i don't see them making i don't see him coming back and being an impact on them making the playoffs really you know no i don't i mean right now i think they're currently in the 12th spot 13th spot when I mean, you look at the teams that are ahead of him between that eighth and that 12th or 13th spot i think it's san antonio um, you got the Grizzlies currently in the eighth spot, and you have the Trailblazers uh, at ten, if I'm not mistaken. So when you look at that, the, the Blazers were in the playoffs last year. When you look at their schedule; they have a chance of making a run. You can't call, you can't count out Popovich, you know. And I still think the Grizzlies can improve on their standing because Morant playing well, but. I don't think that they have enough right now. I think Gentry is a great coach, but I think as a young team and him coming in and, and you know, like, he's, like like what was said before, teams are going to make adjustments on him. You know, they gave him a cushion the other night that he's not going to see once he really starts getting into his rhythm. He's going to be contested. So he won't have three pointers with, a, with, with six to eight foot clearance. So, you know, um, I don't think they're going to be able to piece it together this year. I think they're going to be on the outside looking in, and, and maybe they may be able to make a run next year. But um, the question is whether or not he's going to be able to stay healthy in order to make an impact. Mm. Yeah, they at that spot, but that's only four games away from the eighth spot. You know what I mean? Like that, that you know, that seventh spot probably never going to happen. You know, they're 11 games out on that. But, you know, between 12th and, and, and eighth spot, it's only four-game difference. Mm. Okay. But when you look at when you look at playoffs, the one thing we do know right now in the ninth spot is the Spurs. Are we really going to go against Coach Pop? And then seeing how the Grizzlies have been playing right now and where the Rockets and the Thunder have been playing, the Grizzlies can make a run. But the Trailblazers, Let's not – if A.J. McCollum can get his rhythm going again, then I think, I think they can really make a push too. And I think that's what's really going to have them on the outside looking in when you look at what the Spurs and what the Trailblazers can do in this stretch after the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. I'm not so much worried about the Spurs, even though I, you know, I hate to go against Coach Pop. I just think he don't have the talent. You know, um, your two best players are on – Bad wheels, you know, like um, Marcus Aldridge ain't never got up the court fast. And now that he's in the 30s, he definitely don't know more. And DeMar DeRozan <laughs> is about superstars in the NBA. And I, don't, I just don't think he's good for 30 a night anymore. So Spurs just don't have a talent, I don't think. But the Blazers will be a problem. Um, but, yeah, I, I would definitely watch out for the Pelicans with, with, um, with Zion on the roster now. Mm-hmm. Pastor Fight, what you got? What you think about the uh, the the um, 
what's that boy name? <laughs> Zion uh, been, uh, having an impact. Yeah, having an impact on the uh, Pelicans making the playoffs. Well, I'm in Dairy Queen right now watching the Celtics play the Pelicans, and they're up right now. But mm-hmm. what I will say is what they're 0-2 since he got back. And I know he's been playing limited minutes, but he's 0-2 right now. Yeah. And uh, I just don't think that they're going to make the kind of run and push even after he comes back. It's kind of premature and early to be able to say. Yeah. But what I will say is the, the, the trade deadline, if they make any moves to get uh, a, a solidified big man, then, then, then that might be able to help them mm. a little bit further. But if not, then I think they're going to be out out looking in. I think I'm going under on that one. I, I just don't see Zion having that great of an impact right now to push them over the hump. Yeah. All right. That is, man. Uh, Zion Williams, maybe, maybe not. Uh, time will tell. You know, and again, you made a key point, uh, JB, about him being healthy. That's going to be the one thing because, I mean, he started off his career un- not so healthy, you know, with a, with an injury. So, uh, and that's something that we didn't see from people like LeBron James or Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that they didn't start. They were very, you know, uh, serviceable and dependable when it came to them. And I think that's what uh, this determines a great player between, uh, you know, an okay player or just a good player. Go ahead, JB. What are you gonna say? Well, I, I'm gonna go back to what JT said. I think we, um, JT, did an over under last year before the season started. And when he asked who would have more of an impact and, and, and be a, a star quicker, Jay Morant or Zion Williamson, and JT came out the gate saying he was he was he was on the he was on the fence about his health, mm-hmm. and it was questionable after especially after seeing that injury he sustained at Duke and how he returned, and now he's getting ready. He's playing with grown men who's just as strong, and and there's more of. Uh, where it's more rigorous wear and tear in him mm-hmm. playing an NBA schedule. So um, I think we're really going to have to pay attention to not only his health, his weight too. Yeah. I mean, he's 6'7", he's 6'7", 287. You know, could he turn into muscle and drop 15, 20 pounds and be solid? You know, what is his commitment going to be like, you know, and, and making sure that he's in the best physical condition to go out there and take that pounding? Yeah. That boy can jump though now. That's for darn sure. That boy can get up. He got some hops. Hey, hey, Woo. Let me uh let me, before you get off of here, I want I know you know Kobe Bryant took over the show today, rightfully so. He's definitely yeah. deserved it. And I did want to get this in real quick. No disrespect to J B, but I got the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. The Chiefs. <laughs> hey. Same I, I, here. You know, we'll we'll be talking about that. I'm just gonna say this. Remember now, we'll be on air by the a time. Run game, run yep. sleep. Just, just go back and look at the teams who've won the Super Bowl. They've had, they've ran the ball well, and the defense has been able to make stops. Kansas City comes hey, out slow. They can't come out slow against San Francisco. I'm gonna tell you that now, because if they come out yeah. slow and they know we got a pass, then that Ferrari package is gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. And Kansas City don't tackle well, so if they don't tackle, that is gonna be a long night. Yeah. You know, they happen to tackle well against Tennessee, which I thought was a little bit better than what they've been doing. But, shoot, there's been times where they don't want to hit nobody. Well, I'll tell you what, San Francisco better not get down early or it's going to be a long night for them because they they don't have no comeback type of team. You can't just run the ball to get back in the game. It ain't going to happen. Let's not say that, Wu, because you have to look at the game. They played against the Cardinals early in the season. You have to look at the game against the Saints. Cardinals, Okay. okay. Okay, the Saints, and you got to think of, we put, we, we, they, they put 40 up on the board. They put 40, and listen, they was the second or the third ranked highest How many times? offense in the NFL. This How season, many times so. they do that? How many times they do that? Hey, well, who, who was the but first? The, but the main point is, the main point is, is this, the defense has been solid. Kansas City has only been solid against the run since week 11. They're still susceptible in being pushed around at the line of scrimmage because I tell you what, I'll trust I'll trust I trust uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, to come back from being down uh, than I do uh, your guy. Well, if he's on the bench, 
and you got eight, nine-minute drives, and they run the ball 12 times straight. That's why I said, that's why I said if hey. they get down early, if San Francisco get down early, 14 nothing, 17 nothing. Uh, I I don't trust I don't trust um what's your boy's name? Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Jimmy G. I don't I don't I don't trust Jimmy G to to throw his way back into the game without a mistake. That's that's all I'm saying. Um I would trust Patrick Mahomes coming down from 17 nothing uh quicker than I would Jimmy G. That's it. But uh, appreciate you guys uh, being on the show and uh, reminiscing of Kobe Bryant uh, with us. Pastor Fight, definitely appreciate you uh, coming through. And uh, that's it, man. Check us out uh, next Sunday. While we'll, we'll be on the air while the Super Bowl is on. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens uh, with Kansas City and the uh, 49ers. All right. With that said. Who knows what state I'll be in at that time. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> on behalf of my man, James, JT Thompson, Adonis, Donnie Martin, JB, Mr. 299, Nima, Shining Star, L, the Poetic Goddess, Nayana Renee, Big Les, Lil Bucky, Pastor Fight, Spacey, yo, Bigger, Kendra D. I'm Big Woo. This is Big Woo Radio. Peace. God bless. We out. I listened to your bars, I'm disappointed in y'all Thought y'all was working, can't believe what I walked in on When I came through the door, folks said it at 94 Told my brother, everybody know that man got flow You're Your listening to Big Wing But the razor shot flow, believe it, decapitated You debated if you had a different opinion